Do we have an opener? Uh-oh. Just start recording. Welcome to Gay Talk 2.0, the ultimate podcast for your dose of dish. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Gay Talk 2.0, an LGBT podcast streaming live on Digital Stream Radio, where you can access that live stream every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can do so by visiting digitalstreamradio.com. My name is Tom, and I'm your host, and as always, I'm in the studio with my friends, starting with the first one. Hey, y'all, Nick or Trish. And Jay Bear, a.k.a. Your boyfriend's boyfriend. Uh, I'm going to have to talk to my boyfriend. She's going to get cut. (laughs) She's going to get cut. Uh, And welcome to The Dish. So we're here. We're queer. You missed us last week. We were gone. We took a break. Mm -hmm. Um, We were, uh, I don't know. It was just. We were out of it. We were. It it was exhausting in in so many ways, right? Um, The news cycle is incredibly depressing. As it well should be. I mean, <laughs> situations it's in in Ukraine is really, really, really um, detrimental to to the well being of the people there, and also for the people who are watching this. As if we're looking into a fucking fishbowl, right? We're watching this happen. The world is watching this happen, and we're just literally just doing nothing other than sending aid. Aid. Uh, it, anyway, but. So as a result of that, we decided last week that we were going to sort of kind of just take a break. And instead of recording a show, we were just going to relax and and rest up and recover and do all that good stuff. And that's what we did. Meanwhile, I need more. She needs more. She always needs rest. Oh, girl. Hot mess. But um, but spring is sprung. Spring is here. Um, The past weekend has been exceptionally beautiful. Um, although I'm a little shocked though. So I know it, it, it spring is, a, was the 20th. Today's the 21st and my day lilies and tiger lilies are already like creeping out of the ground. Yes. It's scary. Normally I, I would probably say more closer to April, but even my, my peonies are literally sprouting global warming. I mean, what do you want me to say? I mean, for me, you know, we were outside today and this one was freezing. And it I'm was like, so windy. It's so beautiful. I'm like, it's beautiful. It's, beautiful it's like, love. no, girl, I'm cold. I was out doing yard work. This is my favorite weather. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this one showed up in a t-shirt. Yeah, my jacket's in the truck, but yeah, never know. Once, once, once the sun goes down, it gets a little chilly. Mm-hmm. When the yeah. lights yeah. go out. And I'm not, I'm not hairy, so, you know, it doesn't help. Oh, that's right. You yeah. have not one speck of hair on you. Uh, everybody always asks if I shave. I just except your face. Yeah. You know, can I, can I tell you guys um, something that somebody like said to me once <laughs> and I called them out on their bullshit. Yeah. So I had someone come up to me and say, hey, you know, if you're balding, really good thing for that is to take poop or shit and put it on your head. It helps your head grow. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Get away from me. You're disgusting. <laughs> Just get away from me. And he's like, no, I'm serious. He goes, it makes your hair grow. I'm like, listen, if shit would make your hair grow, we would have braids growing out of our ass ages ago. <laughs> Not Some happening. people do. Well. Well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't yeah. think, <laughs> but I don't think uh, that has anything to do with the poop. No, not at all. Not at all. See the things you're yeah. talking about? My, my brother my brother went bald, like completely bald at 22. So did mine. 
My oldest. Come, yeah, my old one of my oldest brothers. Well, and he, well, he's got the side hair thing, right? And yeah. the big round, yep, yep, shiny. Yep. So he just shaves everything exactly. off. But if you look at the rest of his body, this fucker's a gorilla. Like, he's got thick, mount, like, you can comb over his fucking hair. And can you body. braid it? So Almost. like Chris. <laughs> so well Chris is a walking carpet like I've many, <laughs> hairier than Chris many times I've thought about just putting him down on like a uh, shag rug uh, like a shag rug yeah shampoo him yeah not shampoo. even just throw him in the bathroom floor and be like when you get out the rinse and repeat rinse and repeat right no when you get out of the, uh, the isn't shower isn't that what they call him in Germany no. uh, well kind of everywhere kind of everywhere <laughs> <laughs> rinse and repeat let me stop uh, yeah well that was my joke for him and his boyfriends you know it's oh like boy. a bottle of shampoo Rinse and repeat. I mean, we've all been through it though. So I no, I mean, listen, I'm not, I'm not judging him. Good for we you, slut shaman. You go, girl. Good for you Live if you can life. recycle a couple of things here and there. Recycling is good for the for the environment. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I can say. Um, but welcome back. We're here, so um, I'm going to toss it over to the group. We haven't been here in two weeks, so Trish, what have you been up to? Uh, How's work? It's work, man. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Promotion comes with a uh, with a lot of uh, stress, doesn't it? Yeah, less yeah. sleep, mm-hmm. more stress. <laughs> yeah, I, it's good. It's good. I love it. You know, um, I finally hired somebody. They start in a couple weeks, um, but leading up to this gala that I'm planning, I'm just like, I need help. <laughs> but I f- I feel like you're always, um, you know. Uh, you psych yourself up for your galas. Obviously, you take really, really good, well, a lot of pride in the work that you do for the galas that you've held, mm-hmm. whether they were virtual, you set the standard, or your theater at one point set the standard for galas in 2020 when we were, we, yeah. we were in the midst of a pandemic. So you do great work. So I'm yeah, sure you're going to be fine. It's not the event that I get stressed about, it's the amount of money you have to actually raise for the event right. that stresses me out. Right. Well, you you've done it. I know. You 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 do this. You I got know. this. I know. I know. It'll be yeah. fine. It'll be fine. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, right. until then, I'm gonna be a crazy bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and then now she's she's on her way down to Florida again. Yeah, I'm going mm-hmm. to Florida on Friday. I'll be down mm-hmm. there for a week. My mom is flying up to visit my brother and sister in law and the baby. And since my dad is technically a child right now, <laughs> he has to be babysat as well. I'm flying down to help out. They're doing a switcheroo. Uh, Mom gets his car and he gets mom's car. Yeah. Well, with the new airline, you literally meet in the airport. I'm going to take my mom's keys. She's going to take mine. She's going to fly out and I'm going to take her car back to my dad's house. That's, that's incredible. Awesome. That's yeah. incredible. And that's that the new Avello Airlines, by the way, which flies out of our city, New Haven. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm in West Haven, but you know, it's. It's same same difference. Literally, it's a hop, skip, and a jump. It's and, in the havens, and they've <laughs> added more flights. They added a flight to Tennessee. Yeah, they have more. they have like a three different. I think um um what's Virginia Beach, Tennessee, Atlanta, maybe, and one Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach, that's the one. Um, and which I'm like, oh wow, you know, and they're making a splash. Mm-hmm. They're making a really good splash, and prices are good. Eh, depending, but yeah. yeah. So. Good, good. And Jay, how are you? <laughs> no, she's going through it. Going <laughs> through <laughs> my never ending saga with my damn appliances. Right. Are you going to cook for me tonight? 
<laughs> bitch, I'm gonna cut you. She so make me break less. this bottle and cut you. Oh, I'll she get, she I'll walked up in here Puerto like Rican some ghetto you. thug from from like Forty yeah. Second Street in Manhattan with a freaking forty. Well, a twenty. 20. A twenty. A twenty. It's a half a forty. Yeah. Did you pour some out for you? I, for I, your, for, for the, the homies? He walks yeah. in. Yeah. I'm only having one beer today. Yeah. <laughs> one big ass beer. I was actually, I had a 40 in my hand, but I was like, this looks a little exaggerated. I would have I <laughs> helped you. I'll be, I'll well, be, you've had a day. Oh, I, definitely. I would have drank yeah. it, no, no issue, but yeah. My never ending saga. So I ordered a, a new stove because the one that I got from the Samsung, let me tell you, no, never, ever fucking purchase Samsung. Refrigerator, I, stove, dishwasher, or microwave, because I have all four. All four have failed multiple times. 100% will I say, do not buy <laughs> do Samsung. Not. Do not. Uh, and I say this because I have that very gadgety with a screen in the front, Samsung. Great with concept. Four doors. Great concept. Beautiful concept. First of all, that screen, I barely use it because it's not Apple and I don't like dealing with Google. That's one. And secondly, the fucking ice machine freezes every goddamn week. Have you ever like brought your 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 refrigerator to the salon? You do every week. Every week. I have yeah. to sit there with a fucking blow dryer and melt the ice that's accumulating in the ice machine for it to start making new ice. Yeah. So it's, it freezes. Weekly. It's fucking horrible. Anyway. Yeah. So, same time. Oh. Yep. I've had the issues. I have the ice maker issue. I've had the control panel issues with it. I've had <laughs> the microwave, the, the, what was it that the guy said it was called? The transformer inside my microwave was heating up. So it was so fucking hot. Two hours later, the guy showed up to replace it after it stopped r- running again. And it was still hot. To the touch? Not even to the, he had leather gloves on and it was steaming hot. Like I had just ran it. Like steaming hot. He's like, when did you run this? I was like, two hours ago. Mm-hmm. When and it didn't work again. So let me ask you a question: If there was an Apple fridge or microwave, would you buy it? Probably not, because then you have to buy the extension cord separately. I would buy everything. <laughs> yeah, Apple. Apple. I have no, okay. I so I will tell you, I own a lot of Apple gadgets. I can honestly gadgets tell you, are great. Samsung too has been I great have with gadgets. Never ever had an issue with anything Apple, whether no that was my computer, whether that was, um, you know, uh, an iPad or. And when I did, because I have bought so much from those fuckers, I go in and they literally just say, "Here you go, sir. Thank you. Have a good day." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but all those gadgets, absolutely. And Samsung has had a good run with electronics. Right. Once I mean, they I, moved into appliances the concepts are amazing i was like fuck this is great when i first purchased everything right not even three weeks in and i was having issues with everything with everything oh i lost my coffee maker last week oh boy (laughs) and so um so yeah that was a saga too it's i think it's going to be the issue with appliances episode Um, <laughs> oh, and I, I bought a soda stream. Uh, How oh do you? Boy. Yeah, love it. Those are so good. No, I lost my fucking coffee maker. Started making these weird noises. Beep, beep, beep. So I called Keurig and I said, I have an issue. Time out. We were watching a movie this weekend. <laughs> okay. We are sitting on the couch watching Spider Man because I've wanted to see it. And finally, no, it was last week, Tuesday. It was the day after the Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when we didn't do a show. Right. Um <laughs> But so I came over and I'm like, what? I keep thinking it's the movie. I'm like, what 
the fuck is that sound? Beep, 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 beep. Beep, beep, really? Beep, it's beep, the beep, fucking beep, coffee beep, maker. And so I go, Tom, can you please just unplug it? He's like, no, I can't. I'm like, well, why can't you? He's like, because, because it takes too long to heat up in the morning. I'm like, well, plug it in before you go to bed. He's like, no, I won't do it. So I'm sitting watching Spider-Man for the first time. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> the fucking coffee maker just keeps going off. And then I kept telling him, it'll, it'll stop eventually, and then it'll start up like two or three hours later. No, it kept going, like the entire movie. Don't lie. No, no, no. It stopped for a hot minute, for like an hour, and then it started doing it again. You know, but the thing is, you know, you call these companies, and, you know, <sighs> coffee maker's two years old, but it's it's a really nice, you know, cafe Thing. It has a coffee, the cured coffee maker on one side, and then you can make latte milk and froth the milk on the other. And so, you know, I had spent a considerable amount of money, over $200 um, for this unit um, at Bet Bath & Beyond or somewhere. And so I called them. They're like, well, it's out of warranty at this point. I can offer you 20% off another coffee machine if you want. I was like, um, no, that's not acceptable. Ugh. That's not acceptable. I want a replacement. <laughs> Well, like, well, no, we, again, it's out of warranty. We can't do that. But obviously, clearly, you're not satisfied. So we'll send you a 72-pack uh, of coffee of your choice. Go to our website and download that. And let me transfer you over to this department. And, you know, we'll figure it out. So, you know, they went from 20% to 35 I was like, nope, not happening. 50 No. So I ended up getting 65% off the new coffee maker. And I ended up getting the same exact model, but in a different color. Um, and then it was while it was being delivered, I had to endure the beeping because if you unplug the machine the next day, <laughs> it, takes it takes hours for it to warm up. And I can't I can't live without coffee and working in the morning. It's no just functionality. Not it ain't no. happening. Yeah, same thing. No. So that first time I so I realized it didn't work because one <laughs> night I unplugged it so that I can sleep. And the next morning I had to jump through hoops to make coffee because the machine wasn't turning on. So I had to go and pull out this um, strainer that I had, this, um, what do you call it? It's like metal strainer. You know, like a little basket strainer that you strain spaghetti and stuff in. I had to line it with paper towels, take three K-cups and dump it into a pot with water (laughs) and boil it and then strain it through the paper towel so that I can have coffee to drink, which is why I was refusing to turn the damn machine off, by the way. So you can rewatch Spider Man with Beepless when you get to your house. Okay, and I did. The things we do. The things we do for the coffee. Fuck that man. There's no way. No way it's happening. Yeah, it's 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 a nightmare sometimes with appliances and nonsense like that. I I figured we'll be okay, you know. First first set of appliances I, I purchased through Lowe's, it was a melee, it was headache after headache after headache. Finally, they my wife drove them up the freaking wall, had them on the on the phone for like two hours. They're like, "We're just giving you a thousand dollars for your stove. Just go buy a new one." So finally, I was like, "Great!" They send us a check. I said, "Fuck Lowe's. Let me go to Home Depot." <laughs> you know, it's back to square one. Yeah. Home Depot. They showed up with a two hundred dollars stove that. Definitely wasn't what I ordered. Right. It wasn't so stainless weird steel. To me. Like, why, why would they show up with something that's completely not the order? It's not not even. The only similarity was that it was a stove. <laughs> that's it. Because right. everything else was no by comparison not even close. Mm. It wasn't stainless steel. It wasn't the one without the back piece. It, you know, and I'm like, I was like, does that look like a stainless steel stove that I paid thirteen hundred dollars for? 
And the guy looks at me, he goes, what? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, throw that shit back on your truck. I'm not taking that. Oh, you're not accepting it? I was like, that's not what I bought. No, I'm, I'm not, not accepting. accepting what am I supposed now? to do that? Throw it in my like yeah. backyard and start making gr- grilling grilling on yeah, it? Yeah, I was so upset. So upset. But it is what it is at this point. So Right. right. It's crazy. But, you know, now you have to wait for a new stove. You sure you don't want to cook for me tonight? I can cook here. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, okay. can, uh, as long as you don't end up like Chris. Oh, God. I know you clean as you go, Chris. Oh, yeah, my God. He, I don't know what the fuck he did one day. I Chris left him like here Roxanne. babysitting my dogs. And when I come back, there is oil splashed all over the back of my... He doesn't remember doing it. I'm like, were you even watching my dogs? <laughs> yeah. Love him well, dearly, but yeah. I've I've had... Dude, my new ceilings in the kitchen, my daughter Roxanne, because she she uses 10 spoons to mix the same batter sometimes. I get home, there's oil, there's uh, red wine on my new fucking oh, ceiling. Oh, yeah, they're the same person. <laughs> red wine on my fucking ceiling. And I'm like, I just painted this ceiling three weeks ago. Right. Oh, my God. Why the fuck is there a red wine? Well, I don't know. That's what drives me insane. I don't know. And I'm like, really? You're here? It's crazy, though, because, you know, (laughs) then you got to go get that, like, white primer thing jiggy, and then you got to paint it all over again. Then then I feel odd because then I can see the spot. So I got to redo the whole ceiling. Well, guess what? (laughs) My my kitchen ceiling is 24 feet long, 10 feet wide, because it's all an open space concept. I'm not just going to do a corner, so I haven't touched it. Cause I know I got. I'm gonna end up doing the whole thing. Oh, she she got a project in here. Yeah, and my it. OCD will kick the fuck in. And, oh she, no, hell no. She won't do it. She'll paint the cabinets. She'll paint everything. <laughs> no, no. When I, when I was in college, I uh, I worked for a construction company. The summer before I went to Scotland, my um, professor they let you into Scotland. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. But my professor owned this Scaring. construction company, and basically they did. Demo remodels, like whatever, like everything. And so I was only allowed to do demo, obviously with my temper, or painting. (laughs) (laughs) I was not allowed to build shit. They were like, Nick, um, why don't you go over to this property and just like paint the trim today? I was like, okay. (laughs) Nice. I would be like, listen, Linda. Shit's about to go down. I've I've had Roxanne where she's made pancakes and for the kids right. and I'll go and open the fridge and there's pancake batter like on the side of the w- doors. Oh, welcome to my life. Or on the microwave or on the backsplash of the stove mm-hmm. cabinet handles. I'm like, what the fuck were you doing? Were you, you can literally pour that thing into like a, a ketchup squeeze bottle <laughs> and just dude, put the, it the, the right way. Yeah, you can the, put it in a Ziploc bag and, and, and cut, and the, cut the bottle. The Oh the, the God, problem isn't a... the problem isn't pouring it. The problem is her making it because she tries to hurry. So she <laughs> pours the water and she starts mixing real aggressive, and it's like you get shit everywhere, all over the walls, all over. And I'm like, dude, why? And she doesn't know how to make. If it's three of us, I I know more or less. There's so much pancake batter I need to make, right? Yes. She makes this batter for the neighborhood. <laughs> It's like a, almost an entire box. And like, like a whole box of pancakes? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she, my God. She uses a big, deep bowl. She, and I show up, and she's like, oh, no, now we have batter for the next couple of days. And I'm like, 
Who's gonna eat pancakes for three, four days in a row? No, <laughs> that doesn't I've happen. Had, so I, I have this um, glass container that's filled with pancake mix, and if I have a pancake like once every four months, I don't it's think a I've lot. Ever seen you have a pancake? Yeah, I've had them. You haven't been here, but I mean, maybe I'll make small little little pancakes next time. Mm-hmm. I just throw the batter in the blender with the eggs and everything, and just blend it up and make yeah. it a little bit more watery, and just use the blender cup to. Yeah. Easy, easy peasy. <clears throat> it's crazy because I don't, I don't really eat pancakes like that. Yeah, but I'll eat them at IHOP. That's the only place where I've eaten pancakes and like it, and like eating them. I don't think I've had nowhere a else I've gone. Years. Have I? Yeah, nowhere else that I have gone to eat, or even at home, I don't. Yeah, I think I've been to IHOPs like maybe twice, and I have a guilty pleasure. So you remember the big breakfast at McDonald's? Yeah, they used to have the small little pancakes. Yeah. No. Oh my god, I used to devour those things. Yep. And then they were so like soaky, so you pour the syrup on it, and the syrup wouldn't even just come out the sides; it just soaks right into the like pancake. A sponge. <laughs> and then you literally fold it and just shove it all in your mouth, and then it's like you've got syrup just flying out everywhere. It's and then it gets sticky, and you're at work, and you're trying to use one of those like little Kleenex things to get the stickiness off of you. Okay. Yeah, it's Yo. disgusting. <laughs> Anyway, so um, so I figured, you know, we've got a couple of things that we want to talk about today. There's a lot of shit going on, um, but I want to talk about one specific person, which I think is fucking hilarious um, that we're about to do this because she's she's been the subject of many discussions here on the show um, for quite a long time. And so we want to talk about this base head weight. Am I doing it right now? This side. This one, Waffle House Kim. Talking about waffles and pancakes. <laughs> oh, she's there. She's right there. Oh. You'll see her on the screen right okay. now. There she oh. is. Yum. It's Waffle House Kim. Say hello, everyone. Anyway, oh. um, so it's hard to believe that it's been seven years since this whole saga started, right? We're in 2022. Yeah. Marriage equality passed in 2015. Shortly before that, um, or shortly after that, is the reason. Seven years? 2015 we're in 2022 yeah why did so okay yeah we, we, hey, it's crazy oh no i see what you're saying forget the erasure year the erasure happen though right in 2015 it, yeah. no yeah. no so the the issue happens well shortly after the u.s supreme court ruled in 2015 well, she refused to sign the, the marriage certificate in 2015 got it yeah. right okay. and so you know the the two plaintiffs that sued her went and and said you know um, we want our marriage license, licenses and she refused and, and she based it on, you know, her religious um, right to refuse the couple of license. And I was like, oh, well, that's bullshit. I mean, you're literally in defiance of a Supreme Court ruling. And so this well, whole you're thing, also a public official. Right. So, you know, you took an oath as many people who work in public offices um, do to serve your constituency. And, and she failed in that aspect. Anyway, so this has been tied up uh, for like almost seven years now in the courts. Um, you know, I believe the governor of her state and some other um some other politician actually uh, like absolved her or, or, ruled that you know she was within her right to exercise her first amendment right to uh, freedom of religion etc and blah what not and 
So recently, as a couple of days ago, there's a federal judge, and I want to make sure that I get their names right. So let me let me come here. <clears throat> a federal judge has ruled that Kim Davis, a former Kentucky clerk who in 2015 refused to sign marriage licenses for same-sex couples, despite the Supreme Court ruling in Obergefell versus Hodge, legalizing these unions nationwide. She violated their constitutional rights um, because they were seeking that. Uh, documentation. And after, again, as I said before, seven years, Judge Bunning finally ruled that Kim Davis intentionally violated their constitutional rights. Um, and David Ermold, who was the member of one of the couples, um, Davis refused to issue a license to tweet it in a response in the ruling. Now the question is whether or not uh, they will hold her financially responsible for the insensitive and irrational legal mess she created. And should they find her legally responsible for the financial aspects of all these lawsuits and how much it costs to actually litigate this in the court system, she may be made to pay, well, like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, it would probably end up falling down to the town and or state to pay. Right. Well, the town and or state already had at that point. Just because the governor basically... Uh, like like you said, um, they will continue to argue, uh, argue that she's not liable for damages uh, because she was entitled to religious accommodation, which Governor Matt Bel- Bevan granted. She, he granted her that right. So then in that case, it would have to be Falls paid. On the town or- yeah. Well, we'll see, right? And then the thing is, if this can't get resolved, it's going to end up right back at the Supreme Court. Uh, which, you know, given the makeup of that court will most likely determine um, how, you know, they will rule whether that most likely in her favor and say that she's not responsible for this money. Uh, and if she's not, not only has have they already spent thousands of dollars defending this woman through throughout the court systems. Now, the constituents and the citizens of that district will have to pay and use tax dollars to pay for her legal defense um, throughout these last seven years, which to me is just incredible. She should have just been arrested, which she was, and not released, and they should have thrown the book at her and said, you're done. Uh, But nonetheless, here we are. We're still talking about her. Wait, now I'm pointing the wrong way. Can she come off the screen now? This way. Yeah, we can get rid of her. (laughs) Yeah, Let's see here. Um, But anyway, that's Waffle House Kim, and um, fuck her. Anyway, <laughs> I just can't believe they're actually going to appeal it again. It's sad. I mean, I it's know. sad that, you know, I, I can't believe it's been seven years since we passed marriage equality, but I can believe it. But I can't believe that this has been going on that long. And mm-hmm. it just goes to show you this is why people get discouraged, by the way, when you are fighting these types of fight, and especially in civil cases, um, fights of civil rights and things like that is because they take so long um, to litigate. And sometimes, you know, the the time spent is worth the effort because in the end, you know, you you still get to marry the person that you love, which unfortunately for Obergefell, his partner died shortly after they got married. Yeah. Um, and, you know. And, well, well, here's the thing, right? I mean, as a public official mm-hmm. and an individual, you have the right to religious freedom. You do. But as a public official, you do not have the right to impose that religious freedom on 
anyone else. Right. But she and so seems if you're, to think if that you, was the case. Right. But if your religious freedoms or if your concept <clears throat> of what that means is in somehow impeding you to uphold the law, then you, you are not executing your job as a public official. Right. You took an oath. She was in the wrong 100%. All the way through. And so, and, and the fact she that the is. governor actually said she wasn't indirectly. Right. It's kind of scary. It, it really is. And I think, you know, at this point, I still think that um, she should be held responsible for for the monies that were used um, for her legal defense because she wasn't entitled to that. She mm-hmm. broke the law. Yeah. Period. I agree. Um, you know, but. And also, I'm so done talking about her. Waffle House, Kim. And in no way, and in no way, because, you know, we, we have. Another, where, where did Waffle House Kim come from? Why do we call fucking her, Chris? But why do we call her Waffle House? Because she was wearing a sweater when she went oh, to the uh, right. governor's house <laughs> of her state or something. No, she went to see the she went to the uh, to the courthouse and she had the sweater that looked like waffles. It looked uh, she looked like someone that just came out of like a freaking IHOP on a Sunday morning house. who just walked out of bed with a sweater and a very loose skirt um, with Crocs on. It was bad. So that's how she got Waffle House Kim. So, yeah. So that's that. And, um, should have bought the 40. I told you. Um, well, anyway, uh, so we're going to go to break and, and, you know, take a little quick recess so that we can refresh his 20, my, my 16, and his whatever. And, uh, but before I do, I just want to, Give you guys a little heads up of something that may be happening in the coming weeks. Uh, we're in talks of being able to bring Hans Hershey back to the show. He's got a new book, uh, which we're excited about. Um, so we're going to work on that because I know I had a conversation off air with him. I've already reached out. It's I in know. the works. And uh, yeah, get him to talk about his book. Michael, something like that. Mm-hmm. Michael. Yeah. And um, I'm excited. So I'm excited to listen to the digital version because of course you know i take long naps when i would start reading books and (laughs) maybe that'll be my project before i go back to work to back to the office reading a book no listening to the book all over the house right putting it on the new book isn't available yet as an audio book not for the general public all right. Okay, that's all I was saying. So anyway, so yeah, so we have that to look forward to. So I'm I'm excited because you, as you know, we love Hans. He's been a reoccurring guest since way in the beginning. I think year one. And I can't believe we're going on six years of doing this craziness here. We have been. March seventh was our sixth year. Twenty twenty doesn't count, but you is know. this a bad time to give my notice? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, absolutely. I'll do it off air. <laughs> All right, so um, let's leave you with uh, a little something. Let's take a break. We will be right back. All right, well, welcome back. Uh, that was a short little break. We've went, uh, well, we went upstairs. We refreshed our cocktails mm-hmm. and had a little board meeting. We did. Um, to talk about, you know, the things that were going to happen on the second half. Uh-huh. Who are we kidding? What's a board meeting? A board meeting is when we all get together uh-huh. and, you know, talk about important things for the show. Like what? 
Um, tequila or vodka? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we we have we have code words for things that we want to do. So um, when Nick comes and says, "Hey, do you want to do a board meeting?" and I'm like, "Absolutely, open up that fucking boardroom." And so that means pour shots, and then we have a couple of shots, which is why we end up speaking in cursive most of the time after, or why We've we're very been pretty good. We we have, but you know, if you ever wonder why our moods change shortly after the break, <laughs> now you know why. Um, but anyway, so that's what happens. So, um, I'm not sure if, if you decided which one of the stories that you wanted to talk about, are you doing the sad one or are you doing the, um, the other one? Mm. So I want to talk about the dog. You do? Okay, good, good. Because yes. it, it's gay animals. It is, but right? it's also kind of sad. So. I know. It, it's sad, but I'm sure, I, I am sure someone's going to come through. Yeah, no, I think so too. All I right. mean, if not, then I don't want another dog, but I'll take care of it. Oh, um, so sick. there is a dog shelter in North Carolina, and they are looking to rehome a dog. And the owner dumped him because he was gay. Well, the owner claims he's gay. Right. right. So the Stanley County, County Animal Shelter wrote on Facebook that the dog's owner had surrendered after the dog humped another male dog. And the dog's name is Fezco. It's about four or five years old. Uh, he gets along with people and other animals. The shelter staff is looking to foster Fesco before he gets adopted. Or permanently placed, right? Well, I mean, I have a big backyard. Let's talk about this a little bit. I think this is like fate, Nick, because <laughs> Raleigh is from where? North Carolina. North Carolina. Right? And so Fesco is from? North Carolina. And do you see where I'm going here? Yeah, but. And Raleigh would love a little playmate. You know she would love. Although I don't know how she is with big dogs. You did tell me she. Not good. Not good. But she loves my dogs. Yeah. So, you know, I've had the pleasure of babysitting Raleigh. And Raleigh is Nick and Pat, uh, Pat, which is Nick's roommate's dog. They, you know, take care of the dog together. But mostly Nick because, you know, Pat works and Nick has been home for the large portion of the pandemic. Uh, but she's a sweetheart. And when she comes here, oh, my God, my dog's in her. They just go at it in the backyard and yeah, no, she run everywhere. Only, there are only two places that we feel comfortable leaving her, and that's here and with Pat's mom. Wow. Well, I, I feel extremely privileged and, and honored because she is a sweet girl. So I, I think we landed on she's a Basenji and Pitbull mix. Was that? That's what they think. Basenji, Pit, Australian cattle. There's like. Right. So, so, but she has. So first of all, to get that dog to bark, you got to do a lot. She's got to hear something she's never heard before for her to even go. <clears throat> It's really like weird. I've never seen a dog that doesn't bark. So when she's here, she's super quiet. She's also super gentle with my babies. Um, and you know, my babies are so neurotic, mm-hmm. like neurotic, crazy. Uh, but she is. She's such a sweet, sweet, sweet girl. And so I, I think people need to understand that um, when it comes to animals, this owner for, for well, this, this, Inhuman owner, for the lack of better uh, words, he literally surrendered someone or this beautiful soul on the count that he believes that his dog was a homosexual. And to me, 
it's like you broke that dog's heart because that dog was probably with you for a very long time. It's probably sitting there. Or maybe in, not. In that room waiting for you to come back because that's what dogs do. I just hope that the owner didn't like physically hurt the right. animal when the humping happened. Oh, it just breaks But my like, heart. let's be honest here. We, when we look at animals, obviously we know that there is historically a lot of homosexuality and a lot of sexual diverse um, relationships in the animal kingdom. But that said, dogs hump <laughs> everything they do they hump everything yeah amongst amongst other dogs believe it or not when they hump other male dogs it's a show of dominance right is that what fitz is yeah, doing it's a, so, yeah it's a thing. show of dominance yeah. fitz My, grabs ollie yeah, from behind from he's behind. like mm, mm, and i'm like fitz that's your brother yeah. let him go it's a it's a show of dominance it's usually the more alpha male right will tend to hump the crap out of all the other dogs kind of like to humiliate them and tell them I'm oh. the boss here. Um, my well, female, my female bulldog has humped all the other dogs in the house, so I, male, I, female, whatever it is. So I'll be very honest. It's been 84 years, <laughs> yes. and at this point, if anybody wants to hump me to show their dominance, Please I'm available. Do. I might I, fall asleep, but I'm available. I'm available. <laughs> I'm available. Um, no, but but it's it's just heartbreaking. And yeah, so if you listen and you're a listener from North Carolina and you have it in you well, and Stan- you have the Stanley, space. Stanley County, North Carolina. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's the dog's new name, Stanley. Stanley. Oh, Stanley. Right? Raleigh, Stanley. Stanley. Mm. Keep, to keep with the theme. Oh, my God. What, if you're what, interesting in, interested in adopting, <laughs> you can call 704-986-3881. So, um... Looks what, nice. When he was this story like published? Nice uh, March 17th. On the 17th. Okay, I just want to make sure that relatively it's close and he's still there. Um, so, so you're not going to do it? It's not fate? We'll take a road trip, bitch. I will drive you there. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I can adopt a dog right now. I know. I don't think you should adopt anything, <laughs> honestly, but... <laughs> no, but it's a huge responsibility, and, and know that. So, I, but Cardi B weighed in on the conversation. Oh, of course. I, you know, I fucking love Cardi B. Yeah. So she tweeted out, can dogs be gay or lesbian? And I'm like, Cardi B, why are you not listening to our show? So she tweeted, maybe we should reply to her and be like, we've had this discussion many times on our show. You should come on and talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll, 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 we'll get lucky like we did with Melissa. And she will call. I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna find her tweet. I'm gonna be like, yo, we talk about gay animals on our show all the time. You should totally come and like sit with us for a little bit. That'd be amazing. Or even if just, you know, I, I'm gonna find her Twitter account. <laughs> I that is my mission. I am going to hound Cardi B because I love her. I love how real she is. Um, you know, but the fact that, you know, she took the time to actually talk about or even respond to. But, you know, I, I just hope that this this dog finds a, an amazing loving home. And if it's a gay couple that really encourages, you know, his amazingly beautiful, nothing wrong with it behavior, I'm all for it. Me too. So rainbow and get him a rainbow collar, just like Raleigh. Raleigh has a rainbow collar. Yep. Right. Do you see what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. It's like it's fate, and she's just not getting the hints. She's not getting I them. can't adopt a dog right now. Oh, I know. Just think about it. Sorry. Cat, the Sorry, dog, Stanley. another dog. Stanley. 
What about you, Jack? He is really cute. <laughs> I already have three dogs. <laughs> you do, right? Yeah. yeah. So you have the two bulldogs? No. My old man passed. That was uh, Basta, Basta, right? Basta, yeah. But Basta, and that was the fun, that's one one dog that I had the. So we've called him Basta the whole time we've had him. So mm-hmm. I adopted him. He's an English bulldog. Adopted him from this Russian kid in New York. And I guess it was a mix up in translation. <laughs> okay. What so, does Basta mean? Well, Basta, I, I thought, I thought it was a, you know, like a Russian name for a dog. That's my fuck up. I never really asked him. It was his accent. Because <laughs> I finally got him to, when after like a year after him uh, letting me adopt the dog. Yeah, that's a That face. A, mo- a month after him letting me adopt the dog, he sent me the dog's paperwork because I had to take him to the vet. And, oh, that is beautiful. And the dog's name is actually Buster. <laughs> It's Buster, but he, but because he had a heavy Russian accent, the, right. so I understood Basta. So I called him Basta from day one. B a s t a. I just spelled it phonetically. He's so Puerto Rican. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so that was his dog. The his name for the longest. Yeah, no. I named my dogs but, because of the show Scandal. Yep. Should we call that. and see if they're still open? Oh boy. <laughs> oh. He's ready to call and adopt. I'll plug your phone in right now, girl. Don't Got don't a phone right there. Don't tempt me. <laughs> no, but that's an Alabama phone number. They won't answer that shit. They'll be like, yeah, no, <laughs> no, we're not. Do you think they're still open? Let's call. I, I don't know. 704-986. Oh, she's really doing this. Hold on, hold on. Wait. It might be late, but hold on. Let's see. Oh my god, it's ringing. Leave you message. do the talking. I'm muting my channel. Hi, you have reached Stanley County Animal Protective Services. If you are in Stanley <laughs> County and calling in regards to a sick, injured, or... Oh, they didn't answer. Should have left the message. We, You totally should have. What? What? And be like, hi, we're calling from Gay Talk, and we heard about Stanley. Well, actually, his name is not Stanley. It's but cool. it's Stanley now. But it's Stanley yeah. now. And, um, you know, we just wanted to know whether he was adopted or not, because we're offering to to promote that and let people know that, you know, he's still there. And we want him to get adopted. It would be so cute. I mean, you want to call back again? <laughs> we can. No, no, I think it's fine. <laughs> Um, oh, wow. 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 Okay. So, um, it's just a missed opportunity. That's all right. It really is. It really is. And, you, you know, listen, um, for anyone who's thinking about it, if you're thinking about, you know, potentially going and saving any animal, please know that this is a lifelong commitment. I haven't gone on vacation for seven years, <laughs> a really good one. That is because I have dogs, because I have to think about, for example, Who am I going to leave them with? Or I don't want to kennel my dogs. I'm sorry. My dogs are used to being freelance roamers. And, you know, anytime I've ever had to work or go away, my friends have been very kind to come and stay here in the house so that they're not removed from what they know and Mm. they're comfortable in their space. And they crawl up in your shit. Mm -hmm. And, (laughs) you know, he acts like he's hardcore, but he loves 
He loves that shit. He loves all the cuddles. Who are you kidding? I'm literally on their Facebook page right now. <laughs> I know. I know. Nice. Um, so if you're thinking about becoming uh, a foster parent or adopting a dog or getting a dog, please, please, please do your research. Make sure that if you have children that you're getting a dog that's really good with children, you know, um, I, I'll give you an example of, of what not to do. Don't watch 101 Dalmatians and think <laughs> that all of a sudden now you need to get a Dalmatian for your kids. They're horrible with kids. Dalmatians are very energetic. They're very temperamental. And one people dog, they tend to stick to one person. And so keep that in mind when you're trying to find a really good breed that is good with children if you have some or if you don't. Then you can find pretty much any dog that you know you're yeah. willing to spend time with. You know but it's a commitment. Yeah, what I would suggest as well, like, which which is something that I tell people when they're telling me they're interested in looking into dogs. I found, I mean, re- probably it's in regular cable, but I I do I I do Wi-Fi everything at home. YouTube, a hundred and one. What's it called? Um, Puppy one hundred and one. Right. And they give you the rundown. By breed. Right. So if you're interested in, you know, I like, you know, I like Dalmatians. Let me look up Dalmatians. Right. They talk temperament. They talk everything you just pointed out, you know, uh, obedience, uh, you know, how much effort. And they'll tell you if you if you have a family with young kids, you know, they'll let you know these dogs are probably not right for you. Right. If you have a small apartment, this dog is probably not right for you. So the and which is great, which I love because it gives you a lot of info. Right. It's like and people then, living in New York City yeah, running yeah. around with great Danes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Guys, I think he was adopted. Oh, he was. I can't find him. Um, well, I hope he was. Well, maybe we should try calling and saying was he adopted, and if he was, that way we can get people an update. I'll call. <laughs> okay i think we should yeah i think we should but but like you were but saying definitely, you know, yeah definitely um you know something worth doing do your homework and not only just dogs easter's around the corner please stop buying your freaking kids rabbits mm-hmm. they're not you know rabbits don't go away with the with the season right once you purchase it, it's there. It's mm-hmm. a responsibility. You got to feed it. You got to change that hay every the week. Hay every week, and it, it starts smelling. You know, because rabbits pee in their cage, and then yeah. that turns into this ammonia-like smell oh, that yeah. you can. It permeates through your entire house. Yep. And the reason why I know this is because I used to raise. Uh, I used to raise um, mice, white mice with yeah. red eyes. Yep. Um, and Same thing. and so it's the weird thing. The weird thing is, it's like you know, because um, I used to sell them back to the pet store for people to buy for like food Feeders. for their snakes and Feeders, stuff. Yeah. And so that was a way of me making money when I was young. I was a teenager. I was like what 15, 16 years old breeding mice. And the thing is, it's like as soon as the the mother um, mouse got pregnant, when she started having her babies, you got to take the father out. Otherwise, he'll, he'll eat, eat the babies. Yeah. Oh, they're cannibalists, those yeah. little fuckers. Yeah, they will. They are. Um, and so I, I remember I had like all these cages lined up on my my wall with all these little like tubes That is and creepy. Stuff. And the fact that I didn't know that. Yeah, you literally. <laughs> so when the mother has her baby, she kicks yeah. in, in the wild. She would kick the father out because he sees them as competition for food and he wants to mate again. So once a, 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 a rat or a mouse has babies, they're immediately ready to breed and the father's ready to get into it. And so he kills the babies. So the mother can go back into that mode. She could go back into estrogen. 
Oh my God. Yeah, they're vicious. And so I remember I had like three cages with three different fathers in it. And then I would raise the babies and then you have to separate them, you know, so they don't keep making more mice because they would breed with each other. So you have to figure out, okay, which one is the male and female? And you would know because the the male mice would have- Okay, this is enough. That's enough. That's enough. A huge (laughs) stack in the back. (laughs) Okay, that's enough. Um, But yeah, I did that when I was a teenager. So it's- I had, I had, I had- Plenty of pets. I had a duck. Right. I have frogs. I had hamsters. My favorite pigs, pets rabbits. by far. Ferrets. Fer- ferrets this. I like, but... So you can have them degland. Yes. Um, it, so it's a procedure that they will do. They're so funny and hysterical to watch as they play in your house, but they will destroy everything yeah, if you leave them they out. They eat through everything. They're like Wood. rabbits. Mm-hmm. So they have they have their their front. What do they call those? Their incisors? No, no, no. The incisors are doggies. Uh, so their two front teeth keep growing. They never stop. So they continuously, like rabbits or certain um, rodents, have to constantly chew on things to file down the teeth because the teeth can grow in and, and into their their bottom part. jaw. Wow. Okay. Well, this was very informative <laughs> and. Um, Fesco, Stanley, we're thinking of you. Yes, we are. And I will follow up and make a phone call tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we, I, I, I'm interested in knowing if you got adopted or not. I think yeah, it's, it's nice important. So, um, all right. So now we're going to move on to something else. Very sweet and endearing that we have. Um, compliments of HBO. And so I'm going to let Jay talk a little bit about what we're what we're going about to jump into next. Well, let's play the snippet first. You want to play can, the snippet yeah, first? I think we should play it first. I think it's nice. Okay. Cute. All right. Yeah. Well, let's listen. Why do Mexicans like Serenata so much? Cuando tu enamores, mijo, nothing will stop you from wanting to sing. great-grandmother Nali, she used to say it was a Xochipilli way. He's the god of love and song. They call him the prince of flowers. I need a Xochipilli song. Oh, yeah? Who's the lucky? Pichi. He's an old boy at school. You need a song, huh? And your joy just happens to be for a boy. Of course he's a boy. In a song for a boy who loves a boy. The question of the century. Has My anyone f- ever written a song for a boy who loves a boy? Yes, they have at this point now. But my favorite part about it is, of, of course, he's a boy. Which, and, and to very, the- very nonchalant. It wasn't even. There was no fear that his parents were going to say anything negative. It was like so very, this is just a normal conversation. Yeah, like why is that? It was, it's almost like, why was that even a question? So so you heard the audio clip of the um, trailer. Uh, for this mini movie, it's there are many like there, there are many stories. Yeah, they're like eleven, twelve minutes long. HBO does them. Um, I I actually ran into this snippet. I found one, um, which is called El Luchador, the mm-hmm. wrestler, and it's based on a little boy and a little girl, and and uh, 
their interaction and you know they're short stories but they're cute you know they're they're fun they're you know and they're meaningful. life lessons meaningful right. yeah. um and then i saw this pop up right after and i was getting ready to come up here and i was like oh my god i, I really want to watch it but right. you know yeah. i was out of time but i just saw that that preview and i was like oh I was like Nick. Oh, tears! Yeah. Well, Who's cutting onions? There are so many layers to this, <laughs> yeah. you know, little short clip. I mean, when we talk about the fact that one, what we just said that this little boy was like, you know, well, of course, course it's a boy. Of course it's a boy. But then on on the flip side, when we look at and we've talked about this on the show, and as a white man, I shouldn't really be talking about it, but when we look at Hispanic culture and when we look at culture of color there is a lot of stigma when it comes to you know, the homosexual homosexual community and parents and to see a, a mexican you know family mom and dad so supportive it's almost like it's sending a new message Absolutely. well i mean don't get me wrong so what you heard was the audio there's a video version of the clip which we're going to post on tonight's post so we encourage that you go and check out the clip in its entirety because their parents are giving themselves looks too, right? They're like, yeah. did he say boy? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And so I think that not only was it an experience for the young boy in the video, it's also a learning experience for the parents. But then how they handled they, it. Yeah, they, they did. They had a moment where they looked at each other. Oh my God, how are we going to handle this? Right. But then they handled it the right way. Right. Which is incredible. So, yeah, so, so when you watch the, the trailer, you get all the feels, and then now I'm really excited to watch the entire eleven, <laughs> 11, 11 minute, minute clip. clip. Yeah. So yeah, I th- I thought it was really well made. The the clip itself too, it just gives you. I mean, just watching it is like goosebumps, yeah. goosebumps. Right. I was like, I makes the hair on your skin yeah, stand up, and you don't even have. I don't any. have any. I don't have yeah. any. I definitely had That's the real beautiful. goosebumps, but. You know, and again, Latino culture, you know, um, the writer um, Ernesto Javier Martinez, um, who wrote this, um, it's uh, one of three winning films uh, of the HBO Latinx short film competition. So it's one of the three that he submitted. That's one of the winners. But, um, you know, again, watching it, you know, it's just, you know, seeing this and the support. And it reminds me of that, that, uh that meme that I had posted up not too long ago where it says, um, refuse to be your child's first bully. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which and is important, should, right? Yeah, because yeah. It, it's weird. And again, we've spoken about this many times on the show that as, as your child's advocate, you are their first everything. Mm-hmm. And then it's yep. so hard to go from being their everything to being their nothing. When you go against what inevitably they are going to be. You can't change who they are. And, you know, it's it, it's just a weird feeling that, you know, like even, for example, when you're dating or, or you're in a very long-term relationship with someone, and it's so weird to go from someone being your best friend to being your worst enemy. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you don't understand the transition point. It's so shocking mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. And I think that when someone comes out and their parents react the way that they're not supposed to, um, it's very shocking yeah. for the person coming out. Yeah. And, and I love how they used the uh, serenata in English meaning the serenade. So basically going back, uh, like I was telling you guys earlier, you know, even in Puerto Rico back in the day when a man was interested in a woman, which is where this derives from. 
they would serenade them. They would come out with a band and serenade them at their home to to show them their interest. Yeah, and most likely and, with a, a caneca of palo viejo. Yeah, in your back pocket. Yeah, drinking. But you know, to to show that you know this is uh, this is this goes back hundreds and hundreds of years as far mm -hmm. as this concept, you know, and just seeing it in a different light, and not making it feel like it's wrong. You right. know what right. I mean? And, and the young boy wants to almost embrace this 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 yeah, historic tradition, yeah, tradition, tradition and culture, and then he has a moment like, has there never been a serenade? Written. A song written from a boy to another boy, which right. is amazing. Yeah, song. and but you know another part of of the the video that I love is yeah, there is that moment between the parents, but I feel like when you watch it, it's about joy. There's so much joy and love in the video. You know, watching these two younger boys run around and just kind of like enjoy each other but the, the, it's about love and family and i just felt very joyous and happy right yeah, because they re I, yeah. well in the film they reacted the right way yeah. right yes and even, there was even in the, yeah even in the description i you know just the description alone look two parents struggle with their beloved mexican musical tradition when their son requests a love song for another boy so they know they it and it's not even a struggle that the boy wants another boy. Or maybe that, the parents are not even having that struggle. Yeah. They're struggling with the fact that people are there not is, accept there that. Is, yeah, but you also got to take into effect into account that these songs were all traditionally made from a man to a woman. Right. So the the concept comes in is has there ever been or well shit I want him to be my daddy in, 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 a, in a nice way. Yeah. I don't mean that in a sexual way. Uh, or yeah, or you know, is the time we start looking at writing one? Well, I mean, right. it's interesting <clears throat> the description because when I see the video, what I think of is all those conversations we used to have about um, kids coming out to their parents and those parents needing to take a beat, right? Yes, and process, mm -hmm. right? In the video, you don't see that, but yeah. if you handle the situation correctly, those those parents clearly would have in real time taken a moment to really process everything. Yeah. Well, and then, yeah, and we're, then we're looking it. at a 57 second snippet. Right. Again, the video may show more in detail once right. you watch it. So I think it'll help you process it a little better, but just on, on that 57 second snippet, you, you automatically see there is that, that look in their face, like, Oh crap. Mm hmm. You know, yeah. <laughs> that that kind of, that second of like panic. Yeah. How are we going to, how are we going to make this work? Or how right. are we, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a, oh crap, he likes another boy. Is how can we help him get to where he wants to be? Mm -hmm. That's the way I read it. Anyway, right. So, so you remember that, that um, we watched a video not too long ago about the father walking in and his son doing a, a, yes. a YouTube show where he was doing the makeup tutorial and he's yeah. like didn't know oh, what yeah. to do he turns off all the lights and then the father comes in and does completely the opposite of what he thought he was going to do um uh it's is those kind of moments and while some of this is is acting um i believe really demonstrates amazingly how parents need to start approaching you know when their kids come out to them yeah. you know you have to be very careful in understanding that your child 
someone who you have said you would love unconditionally until that point has feelings, is human, and they're valid, and who they are is valid, and what they are is valid, and how they identify as is valid, and that you have to find a way to push through your ignorance and find a way to continue to honor that pledge that you made this this human that you made mm-hmm. and when you had them you said you would love them forever you know you have to find a way to reconcile that and i also think like you know we have to acknowledge that we all make mistakes i do. make mistakes constantly oh, yeah. you know i i um recently you know i went to the dorothy awards recently which is um you know, the big fundraiser for the New Haven Pride Center. It was wonderful. We had a great time. They raised more money than they've ever done. So it was very successful. But there were, um, you know, I had a close family friend there who had brought their um, grandchild. And we had a conversation about, you know, her not always saying the right thing, you know, miss um gendering or saying the wrong pronoun or not understanding everything and i just looked at her in the face and i was like i do it all the time and when i do i just acknowledge it like acknowledge that you made the mistake or ask the question what did i say wrong you know what i mean because it's gonna happen i do it all the time and i feel terrible when it happens but it's like you are conditioned especially at a certain age like at our age and and more, I mean, like you're conditioned to a certain thing. So you're going to say he or she just flippantly. Right. Well, think about it this way. Everything we've ever written in school has always been based on gender in regards to just he or she. There is no middle ground uh, for a lot of the thing that's covered in, in a lot of the, you know, curriculums that exist currently in a lot of schools. Now, in the past two or three years, I've started to see a lot of movement into introducing different concepts, they, them, and and other different, you know, identifiers for people who may not fall within the spectrum of, of those two specific genders. Um, and so kids nowadays will grow up understanding that there is more than just what they've traditionally known or what their parents traditionally were taught. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, you know, as I've always said this before, as each generation comes through, more and more acceptance um, is 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 seen in in the public, uh, in in the you know public opinion space. Um, you know, you can't take someone who was a traditionalist or a baby boomer and expect them to accept or relearn everything that they were taught. But newer generations know better, and they're so smart. And they're developing in a way that's really absolutely beautiful to see. And I can tell you that within the next two generations, we're going to see very, very different things Mm -hmm. and amazing thing for gay rights um, in this country and around the world. Yeah, I think it's more about um, it's not I mean, not that everybody's smart in in newer generations, but it's about like the willingness to love and listen. Right. I feel like, you know, a lot of kids grew up. Um, me, for example, you, for example. Um, and you know, we didn't have the best time, you know, you, there, there were hard times. Right. And I see a lot of parents that, and I've talked to a lot of parents that would never want what happened to me 
happen to their child. Right. Right. So they're, they're the willingness to, to embrace the fact that they really truly love their child mm-hmm. allows them to actually listen. Right. Um, and, and and you're right, but but there's also generational changes that have happened that would have allowed for that, which is why this whole, you know, don't say gay Florida thing is very confusing to me, because how can you sit there and even though it's elementary school, how can you sit there and say that, you know, you can't say gay, but we allow legalized marriage in this country. Mm-hmm. You can marry in all 50 states. And so whether they're learning it in school or going to a friend's wedding, they're still going to see two people who happen to be same-sex partners um, or or not. Maybe someone who's transgender marrying someone who is um, heterosexual. You know, that, that could be a, a possibility as well. They're going to see this in real life. So I'm not sure exactly what, you know, the the governing body in Florida is actually trying to achieve here. They think they think they're protecting young kids from what? Right. Because and then the other thing is, no, from what? You're right. I agree with you 100 percent. But that's their thought process. And and you know what the problem is? And I was actually thinking about this hard on it. And I know that we have to wrap up. But um the problem with that I have or the the problem that we have with messaging in our community is the fact that some doctor somewhere decided that the correct way to identify people who who enjoy being with someone of the same sex is a homosexual. And that sexual at the end, we really have to find something else to call it. Yeah. Right. Because that homosexual, the word in itself um, triggers a response in people and where they immediately identify or 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 immediately go to a, a sexual thing when yeah, they're sexual descri- deviancy or yeah, they- when they're describing someone uh, in our community right if i said you're a gay man then that's you you are more than just the sex right but if i say you're a homosexual immediately that last word triggers something in in straight people that says where instead of looking at things from a a point of identity, how one identifies, they look at it from a sex perspective. Yeah, no, and I hear that, but I think that gay or not gay, like using homosexual or not, if you in some circles acknowledge that you're gay, you're automatically labeled, you're automatically, everybody goes to the bedroom. Right. But I think that is attributed to the fact that the word sexual exists in how we describe I think that's attributed to the fact that heteronormative uh, social concepts, right. right, we've grown up with it. Like, you grow up knowing that your mom and dad are your mom and dad, and they had kids. Right. So you grow up in this heteronormative culture. And then when you have a gay person, you can't conceptualize in your brain what that looks like so you automatically go to sex right you automatically go to what does it look like in the bedroom then right well that's yeah. none of your business no it's not but that's, i don't but that's go into your bedroom to conceptualize what you look like it's got i wouldn't want to know what my mother yeah, looks like can. with her legs up in the air oh god yeah. I, I i don't want to know that so yeah and, and definitely i don't want to know about waffle waffle house kim um <laughs> but I, I think i think what tom's what tom's uh trying to say is because because the word sexual is is in the title itself right right it for other people especially people that like to go the extreme 
you know, they, they automatically assume, you know, it's some sort of sexual deviant. That's why it's mm-hmm. called this. Right. You know, so they, they take the name and they make it more than what it is. Right. You know, it's it, I know it's just a descriptive word and homo coming from, uh, you know, homo sapien, you know, and sexual meaning, you know, uh, being attracted to the same sex, but... You remember those crank calls the radio stations used to do? <laughs> when they called the mother and said, uh, ma'am, we're calling you because we have bad news for you. Oh. Your son is a homo sapien. And she yeah. freaked the fuck out, pulled over. Oh, Lord, Lordy, Lord, I can't. She pulls over and she's having a meltdown. I can't believe son- my son's no yeah. homo sapien. <laughs> Um, Um, I know we have to move on, but you did bring up the uh, don't say gay bill. And I wanted to highlight um, already some backlash really quick, really quick. Um, There was a 15 year old who was attacked by another adolescent boy at a treatment facility in Daytona beach. And this was following um, the, uh, it was following the don't say gay bill that, Mm -hmm. uh, that, that was passed. Um, And, the 15-year-old boy was arrested for attacking um, the 16-year-old victim. Good. But the victim was assaulted and, like, for being gay. Right. And, and, and the entire time, this, this one individual was literally uh, using this don't say gay bill right. as his as ex- in- excuse to attack the kid. Right. And we knew A this would happen. A 15-year-old. And we knew this would happen. Right. We talked about it. Right. And, you know, it's interesting because there's a lot of things that happen in Florida. Uh, I wanted to just <laughs> quickly. Lots of things happen in Florida. A yes. lot, of, lots of things. And, yeah. and especially when this one goes down there. But I wanted to I wanted to highlight something that Disney did. So for a long time now, since 2006, I believe, uh, Disney has fucking water right now. Right. Mm-hmm. They have been observing um, Gay Disney Day. Where you know it's it's like a week, I thought it's like well, one specific day where the big festivities happen, yeah. but yeah, it's celebrated. So, the CEO of Disney put out a statement, um, something to the regard regarding, um, where he's saying, you know, we're taking a neutral stance, right? And then, you know, people started saying, well, you know, your, your political affiliations, he goes, I, I want to be very, very clear that we donate equally to Republicans and Democrats. We're neutral in this whole thing. And they got so much backlash because of that. And so he had to come out and said, you know, I, I feel like we missed the mark. You know, we should know better. Um, the person in charge of making the donations and contributions have made an official pledge that they will not support any political party anymore um, or any organization for that matter that doesn't support gay rights. Wow. But it took them a hot minute. They had to. So, you know, you know how, you know, when you're in trouble, when you dip that tea bag into hot water and it starts sagging a bit, that's when, you know, you're in trouble. He had to get to that point before you literally reverse course and, and change your I mean, actions. That happens all the time. Right. So. But someone like Disney, I mean, come on. They, they've got to have like the best PR people in the world. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, to come out and say that you, you're neutral on the matter. You can't do that. Yeah. You, you have gay Disney, for God's sakes, in your parks once a year. 
And you're telling me that you're going to remain neutral on a stance on a bill that is, you know, hurting children yeah, and individuals? Yeah. Well, you know, on top of that, just recently there was 108 arrests in Florida, <clears throat> including some Disney employees, all involved in a sex uh, human trafficking sting. Oh, my God. Judges and everything involved. 108 people arrested. Wow. This thing that's been ongoing. I thought that's what you were going to bring up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they're in hot water for a lot of shit. Yeah. But. So well, they, I, they got, you know, listen. So, I mean, well, you have to be careful. You when, when, be you, careful. when you look at the, the don't say gay bill. So I had a conversation with my uh, brother last week about this. And it's so hard to have conversations with my family about anything like this. But he made some good points. And I listened to him. And. And then I said to him, I was like, okay, so you had a daughter. She has a gay uncle. She's going to go to school sometime soon. And you know me, that baby's going to know I'm a homo from day one. Mm-hmm. And what if she says something in class about her gay uncle and then she gets silenced? How do you think that's going to make her feel? How do you think that's going to make her look at her gay uncle? Right. And that shut him the fuck up. What did he say? Not much. Honestly. It's not an easy conversation to have. Not much. He was like, right. you make a good point. It's like, well, for example, both of my brothers have lesbian daughters. Both. Out like imagine imagine lesbian. if Demi got in trouble for saying she has a gay uncle. Like she literally got in trouble in school for that. Right. How do you think my brother would react? Oh, he'd probably lose his shit. He would burn the fucking school down. Right. You know, it's 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 the same conversations that I have. They're tough conversations, right? Because yeah. my brother was like, my daughter called me. Well, Both they, of them. They just don't see it from that that lens sometimes. You know, right. like they, there are some things in the bill that don't necessarily like the way it's being, you know, taken by us liberals and and really like pushed out there. There are some things in the bill that it's not talking about. Right. Right. But. That's not the point. The point is, if you look at it through that lens, what does that mean? And how does that affect you and your family? Right. Because we all have an extended family and we all have that one gay uncle, which you're probably going to be the favorite. You know, I mean, you're the only gay uncle at this point. Um, but it's not an easy conversation to have. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying is, you know, it's like like you I've had to already face those conversations with both of my siblings, mm -hmm. both brothers, because both brothers have a daughter that, that's a lesbian. Both came out to their father and they just came to me and be like, what do I do now? Like, well, I remember yeah. meeting them and I was like, I was like, <laughs> what, what am I going to do now? You know, what am I supposed to do? I'm like, what, what do you mean? What are you supposed to do? What have you done with me all of your life? You've loved me unconditionally. Those are your children. Love them unconditionally. You shouldn't have to like figure that one out. I mean, come on, you've had forty fucking three years to figure it out, and you need to I, I tell think, me that. I think that oh my the, God. the heteronormative, right? Again, we're talking Latino men, mm -hmm. machismo out the wazoo, right. right? They're proud and they have all these children, and that's what they expect from their kids: get right. married and have their own kids. And when you throw a curveball at them. Like what the fuck do I do? And the man's I, and got I six think, kids. Yeah. He doesn't yeah, need I, every single one of them to have babies. Exactly, but but I also think that 
That's expensive. We, we tend to forget for sometimes. <laughs> we tend to forget. <laughs> we tend to forget that that's just them in shock and not knowing. Right. How do I? I think it's more of how do I approach her to let her know I'm okay with it. You know, and I think though, let me run back to Tom just to figure out whether right. I can address it this way or that way. Yeah. I think it's more of that. Well, I mean, she told than, me first, yeah. and I'm like, she goes, I, I don't know how I'm going to approach my dad, and I'm like, trust me, just, just, just tell rip, him, just rip, rip the, the band aid off, off. Yeah. just do it. And I think that every parent should just take a page out of Mama Kim's book and love your kid unconditionally, and then educate yourself. Right, yeah. Yeah. right. I think it just. I mean, even you know, even with your brothers, I mean been gay your whole life they've been around you all this time pretty much and they still and they were still stumped you know what i mean it's just something that if as you a look parent, at pictures you don't from him back in the day girl, i don't know no she she was uh, she was as flamboyant as it because she had a feather boa coming out the back of she her was eyes. like a gay hispanic like, hey. geisha uh, yeah. <laughs> who me yes you <laughs> what are you talking so, about <laughs> your brothers yeah. have been around you for way too long too oh yeah oh yeah i mean but I, what i'm saying I, is they, you they remember got those hit tight lycra shirts <laughs> yeah. i used to wear those with like my bell-bottom pants and like yeah. my high heel boots oh my god yeah. last night was so yeah. funny when you were showing that photo to somebody and i was like yeah now i have photos like that <laughs> I had past tense i love how she emphasized on that yeah it's you know a lot of changes happen you know 20 years is a long time time flies when you're on prozac i keep saying that nobody wants to believe me <laughs> but anyway um wow Great conversation. I think this was a beautiful yeah. show. Um, so let's let's bring it home. Let's wrap it up. All right. So I'm going to toss it over to you and uh, give you some love. And you're going to give us our Mama Kim's Minute. Not to be confused with Waffle House, Kim, okay? It's Mama Kim's <laughs> Why Minute. Why would you even? Right. Because we were talking about yeah, a Kim yeah, earlier yeah. on the show. But here you go, honey. All right, everybody. Here's Mama Kim's Minute. Number one, Republican senator asks transgender girl about her genitals. <gasps> Uh huh. <laughs> Number two, Idaho Republicans kill bill that would have made medic- medical care for trans youth a felony. Number three, these billboards are going up across America to show love to transgender people. That's amazing. So all of the stories are going to be posted on tonight's post. You can click on the link and read them up and uh, get familiarized with some of uh, what's going on in the US of A. All right. So uh, moving on to On This Day in Gay History. All righty. <laughs> and brought to you by Gay Talk 20 at gaytalk20.com. You'll get it one day. Uh, one she of will. these days, right? Gay come Talk 2.0. There you go. <laughs> you there we go. Just what we were doing. First openly gay member of, Finnish, of the Finnish parliament took office. On March 21st, 1987, in Finland. Oh, okay. I was going to say, do you know what a Finnish person is? (laughs) person from uh, someone that's done. No. (laughs) I'm Finnish. That was good. (laughs) Let me stop. No, no, no. No disrespect to our people from Finland. Much love. No, no. Just being silly. But uh, But that was funny. I'm going to screw this name up big time. I know it. I would too. Yeah, because the Spanish in me wants to read it in Spanish for some reason, right? Uh huh. And I want to say it in English. I would say it's. And it's going to get screwed up either way. I would say it's Pica. Pica. Javisto. Javisto. That double A has to have a certain. Right? Anyway. Uh huh. Yeah, Pica. (laughs) 
I can't. Pika Havisto would go on to also become the first openly gay leader of a major political party, the Green League, 1992, as well as a member of the government, Minister of the Environment in 1995 in Finland. All right. Well, claps for them. That's wonderful. All right. Well, thank you. That was on this day in gay history uh, for this episode. That was a doozy. And uh, we're going to wrap it up and we're going to get home. So thank you all so much for joining us on today's episode. If you'd like the show, make sure that you go subscribe, rate and review on your favorite podcasting service or device. And you can get access to that episode as soon as we publish them. Um, what, where, where am I? I lost myself. God. It's been a week. You I'm can sorry. also support us. Two weeks. You can also support us on Patreon. Which allows our Patreon, our, our, <laughs> you can also support us on Patreon, on Patreon. With Patreon, you, our listeners, can help support the show with a monetary donation, which we collect monthly and can be in any denomination of a dollar or more. Um, all right. Next week. We may or may not have someone, most Who likely knows? not. So it'll yeah. be more about the dish. Well, I won't be here next week. So right. we might have Cardi B. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Maybe she'll accept because she won't be here. Well, I'll send her uh, the tweet now. Right. <laughs> We're going to tweet you up. Cardi. Tweet you hey, up, Cardi. Cardi. Be like, what's up, girl? What up, girl? It, oh, my God. It's going to be such a Spanglish episode. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it should be fun. Right. Well, if we don't have a guest, then we'll have another fun-filled episode uh, full of stories and, and adventures that we go on and have and, and don't have and don't go on. Uh, Maybe but, we can drag Elsie uh, down. Right. I'm, I'm drag that little curly hair sucker. I'd be like, oh, let's go do happy hour, and then we'll just lure her here. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's smart. I think. I mean, just, you know, mention alcohol. Anybody would be there. Absolutely. All right. Well, um, well, now here's Nick with a weekly reminder for all of you bottoms out there who want to keep their buttholes on point. Yes, we are talking about future methods. So I'm going to toss it over to this bitch. You still want to? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Thank you. I it feels you. magical. I know. Get the future method today. Each time you clean out with water or enemas, delicate tissues are harmed and cells are damaged, increasing chances of injury and or STDs. The first of its kind, doctor-developed formula gently cleanses before you play without hurting your bum. Visit futuremethod.com to purchase your life-changing bum cleanser today. Yes, queen. All right. Um, Jay? And it is time to put a plug on it. To put a plug on it. Plug on it. Oh, we, we're not doing rings we're anymore. It today. Plugs, rubbers, yeah, rings. So it's a plug. Change it up a little. What do you got? Diarrhea or something? No, he's got a it's butt plug in today. Butt plug in. Oh, are you doing Kegels while you have it inside? I've never done that before, but I'll think about it. <laughs> our show is available on our website, GayTalk20.com, under audio podcast. It is also available as a free download on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. You can find us on social media, Facebook, GayTalk2.0, Instagram, GayTalk2.0, Twitter at GayTalk20. You can email us at GayTalk2.0 at GayTalk20.com. Tom, it's your turn. All right, I'll try. All right, if you need to reach out out to us just head on over to our website click on the contact us tab located at the top of your web browser there you can leave comments suggest topics submit a question for the cast or an individual host you can also call us if you'd like our phone number is 334 gay talk and if you need all those digits just call 334 429-8255. Don't forget that we do stream live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can access that live stream by visiting digitalstreamradio.com. With that, ladies and gents, that is our show. Thank you, and y'all have a good night. Bye! Bye.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Gay Talk 2.0. Tune in next time for more Gay Talk.